Hey y'all, in today's episode, Angela and I scoured the internet for just a few really good questions that small business owners were having, and we knew that we had had a little bit of experience and thoughts on what might help them on their path. So we're going to talk things, everything from email ethics and accountability to different streams of income. It's going to be a really fun episode. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard, and yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Angela Reeder. And I'm Jessie Valle. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. Question number one. I have an Etsy shop that is connected to my blog. I'm wanting to grow my newsletter and get the emails from people who have bought something from my shop. Is it okay to just collect the emails that I have on Etsy and individually add them to my newsletter? Or because they didn't opt in for email, it would be an issue. Thanks in advance. (laughs) I am so excited about this question. Oh man, you're you're still scratchy. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can fix it. It's my microphone's weird. Is that any better? Yes. Okay. I was, saying, I was trying to watch. There's absolutely an issue. <laughs> yes. There is absolutely an issue. I am so excited about this question. Okay. Okay. So for one, if any of the people in your email list are in Europe, that would be an issue because you can't just add them to something that they haven't opted into because of the privacy laws over there, the GDPR Um, Also, there are several states, including California and Colorado, and I think Utah and maybe Nevada that have Connecticut that have new privacy laws that apply to people who are in their state. Um, We don't have any federal laws here in the United States, but if you are either inside or outside of the U.S. and you're collecting emails from people in those states, then you um, fall under those laws because a lot of them are written so that even small businesses fall under those laws. Um, So yeah, there is a lot going on there. You could, if you were like real bold, and this is not legal advice, take your list of people that you have purchased from Etsy um, and just send out an email. Hey, I'm going to start a newsletter. Would you like to opt in? Mm -hmm. Um, And then like if they don't opt in, just leave them alone. So that would probably be like my recommendation if you really, really want to add them. Um, Otherwise, just add a thing on your Etsy. Like, do you want to subscribe to my list and start collecting emails from here forward? Yeah, I think that a lot of shopping carts do that where it's just another checkbox. Yes. Yep. um, That you don't necessarily have to check, but it's there Mm -hmm. to opt in to other promotional communications. Yes. And I will say a lot of platforms will allow you to have that box be automatically checked so that they have to uncheck it to opt out. Um, mm-hmm. That is also not GDPR compliant. No, not compliant they, You cannot have it automatically checked. They have to actually specifically check it. Um, mm-hmm. And the other half of that that also goes with some of the other privacy laws is that it has to be as easy to opt out of your email list as it is to opt into your email list. So you can't hide your unsubscribe button or make them go through like four different pages to unsubscribe. If it's just a checkbox to check in, then they should be able to unsubscribe with one click. Right. 
Cool. I love tossing um, data privacy laws at Angela. It's my passion. I love data privacy. (laughs) I could talk forever about it. (laughs) Okay. Let's see here. Hi, everyone. As I am now enrolled in uh, basic VA courses, VA being virtual assistant, and will be interning afterward, I do not have any experience working in corporate settings, but I am confident in my abilities. Will the business owner there accept and hire me, do you think? This kind of, this, this question to me is like, own your abilities. You just said you're confident yes. in your abilities, and yet you're asking this question as if you're yeah. hesitant. Mm-hmm. If it, I don't care what kind of experience you have, if you're confident in your abilities and you're confident in, you know what, I don't know how to do that, but I'm going to find out how. Yeah. Then there's no reason anybody would not hire you. Yes. Um, all of that. <laughs> and I I don't know about the this specific business owner, but there is definitely a business owner out there that will hire you. If not yeah. this one, there is one. They exist. They're out there. Um, I know there are some business owners that specifically look for people who are new because they want to train them to do exactly the way they want it to do. And they're uh, typically or, cheaper. <laughs> and they're typically cheaper. Or it's maybe their first hire. So they're looking for someone who's a little cheaper, who doesn't have as much experience that they can help out. So there are a lot of opportunities when you're first starting out. And it is scary. I remember being there. (laughs) I remember feeling exactly that. Like nobody's going to want to hire me because I don't have any experience. But there are people out there that will hire you. Own your abilities. Be confident. Don't be afraid to say, I don't know how to do that or I've never worked with that program. But I'm willing to learn. Like That's one of the best things I think you can say rather than like trying to fumble into something and, you know, not know how to do it and have them expect you to already know how to do it. (laughs) Yeah. And can I say when the part where you said, and we'll be interning afterward, why? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not a fan of interning. I'm a fan of if you want to be a, a sub, Mm -hmm. what is it called? Subcontractor. Subcontractor. I'm okay with that. Being a subcontractor means you work with someone else, the main contractor, and you work with them on the project, usually for a little less money than Mm -hmm. the full contractor. I'm okay with that because you're still getting paid. But interning, if if you're doing like an unpaid internship, I'm not a fan of that because I don't care if you are brand new, you deserve to be paid for your work. Because you did, you, you already said you've been in in courses, you've spent time learning a skill and now you're going to be paid for that skill. That's a little soapbox of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next question is kind of similar. I mean like related, not similar, but related. Where do I begin when hiring a VA? I need someone familiar with creating slides in Canva and then need to import those slides into Nearpod. Okay. Like, there's two routes you can go. One, you can go to the sites, like Fiverr, Mm -hmm. Upwork. Um, I think there's another big one. But you can go to those and just hire, find someone and hire them. 
The nice thing about those places is they have ratings Mm -hmm. and they have their prices visible. So you can find someone if you want a newbie, get a newbie. If you want someone who's been in business a while, you can do that. The con to that to me is that person's less invested in your business. They just want to do the task. They just want to get the task done and they're done. You're not really building a relationship with that person. Option number two is going into somewhere like Facebook, finding groups. Hopefully you're already a part of a group that, you know, there's several out there and you just let them know, hey, I'm looking for someone familiar with creating slides. Like, and you can say, I'm, I'm looking for someone who's kind of new so they can grow with me. Or I'm looking for someone who's done this a while because I need them confident in what they can do because I need it done quickly and well. Uh, You can just lay out what you want. And even if no one in the group fits those qualifications, someone else might say, hey, I work with XYZ. Let me hook you up with them. Yeah. That's a great way to go about finding things. And there there are other, um, you know, you can always look up kind of um, specific things similar to Fiverr and Upwork. I know... um, who is it? I think it's freelancing females has one where you can post a job and it'll get posted to all of their members. And if anybody's there that, you know, is interested, they can reach out Mm -hmm. or they have like a directory. There are a lot of places that have directories that you can look through. Um, So that's also a good place to check. Yeah. And our good friend Michaela runs with free uh, and you know, the, she, she has a whole network of newbie VAs looking for for their first opportunity. Yeah. All right. What's the next one? Um, oh, I have a successful service-based business, VA, OBM, CRM setup, but I want to start creating some other passive income streams. What are ways you're adding passive or other income streams to your business? <laughs> I added this one in here. Because Angela and I once did an entire presentation on how service <laughs> providers, <laughs> uh, we, we had the opportunity to speak um, at a virtual event, and our presentation was all about adding different income yes. streams for service providers. And so mm-hmm. um, I figured that maybe we can post the replay of the event yes, down below. That would be awesome. Um, so that you you can watch it if you're really interested. But when I saw that, I was like, Angela and I have so yes. many so many answers. <laughs> One of the easiest things is to add uh, digital products mm-hmm. to your lineup. So if you are a VA, OBM, CRM setup, man, right there, I'm thinking you can sell yes. checklists, you can sell uh-huh. templates, um, you can sell the video walkthroughs of setting up those checklists yes. and templates. <laughs> There's so much you can do to monetize your service in other ways. Um, plus other things. Yes. Like I said, Angela and I went through an entire uh, presentation. I, was it like ha- a half hour or was it like 40 yeah, minutes? Yeah, it was about half an hour. Okay. So one of those, yeah, just all about different ways you can add income streams to your service-based business. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that one, the digital products are definitely, I think up there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we hear a lot about courses now, like courses are really big right now with the marketers and you can do courses. Um, but I, my personal favorite is like the digital products with like checklists and walkthroughs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I am currently struggling with being accountable for a project I am working on and wondering what y'all suggest. I'm typically very driven and motivated, but think I need some additional accountability at this point. Any tips or tricks on what has worked for you? I have thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, the first and most obvious thing is have <clears throat> have someone like a biz bestie, like a Jesse, um, to <laughs> ask you, hey, have you done that thing today? <laughs> Um, and if you are a part of the marketing moms, you can always ask for accountability here with our group, um, with us, we're happy to, you know, check in and make sure you're getting things done. Um, and that's one of the reasons that we talk so much about having groups and people that you can relate to that know what you're going through, even if you're not exactly in the same industry. Um, but also it's, I think it's interesting where it says I'm typically very driven and motivated, but I think I need some extra accountability at this point because that sounds very much like someone's taken on a project that they don't like. Mm -hmm. And I think my additional thought for this is I think it's important to look at why you're putting off the project or why you're having so much trouble moving forward when you are typically able to do things like this and maybe just make a note of that for future, (laughs) for future projects. Maybe it's not the project. Maybe it's the client. Maybe it's the program you're working with. Maybe it's, you know, whatever, just a bad time for you this right now. And it's a busy season and whatever. But I think it's important to notice that because one thing that will really lead to burnout quickly (laughs) is not recognizing those things and then feeling like you're behind on every project all of a sudden. (laughs) Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. I didn't think of that, but also I think it's an opportunity then if you do pinpoint what it is that you don't enjoy, maybe asking for help. Mm -hmm. So let's say that you just don't like working in a certain program, but you know, someone who does cool. See if maybe they can help you out and kind of do the subcontracting thing. Yeah. Um, At least for this project, right? Like let's just do this project and get it out of the way. And then I'm never taking on another project that has that again. Or if it's the client, you just got to muddle through if you can. Um, And then just know that you are not going to hire or, you know, be hired. Work with that client again. Yeah. (laughs) You're not going to work with that client again or that type of client again. So I think Angela is right. You really have to sit down and analyze Mm -hmm. what exactly it is. That's the reason you're, you're putting things off. Yeah. And I, I, like I said, especially since it says they're typically very driven and like me, I am typically very procrastinating. (laughs) (laughs) I need a lot of accountability. That's not unusual for me. (laughs) So, you know, being behind or needing accountability is not an unusual thing for me, but I think especially if you're the type of person that usually is just like right on the ball, um, then that's a a good chance to kind of reflect because 
if there's not a problem and you're just really struggling, that could be an early sign of burnout, which I know we've talked about in other episodes. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're ready for next steps, free goodies, and more, head over to marketingmomspodcast.com. We'll see you next week.